So we're doing a spoiler review of Knock at the Cabin, M. Night Shyamalan. Some movies are hidden, some are miss, um, as some of my people would agree when it comes to M. Night's work. Uh, so I just want to do like a quick recap of the film. And if you see the trailer, that's basically the point of the story is there's a gay couple with their adopted daughter at a cabin and they're approached well the little girl is approached and by a gentleman that seems somewhat friendly but you know you shouldn't talk to strangers i guess that could be one lesson in the story as well but the little girl kind of gets wind of what's going on because she sees other people approaching and they have weapons in their hands she runs back to her house to the cabin and you know warns her dads to come in and lock all the doors because something's about to happen uh again if you see the trailer which i'll put that link in the description it kind of tells the whole story for you at least the basic premise of it but uh, the family has to choose to take the life of one of their family members or the world will come to an end in an apocalypse and so they're kind of forced uh, there's four people that come and force the hand of the family. They, they end up breaking into the home after they won't let them in. They end up being tied up in all of these things. And in the middle of them kind of telling the story of who they are and kind of why they need to do this thing, you'll see they'll turn on the TV and news briefs will come on indicating different things that are going on in the world that look into the world issue. It kind of, it has one that talks about like a major virus. You know, there's lots of planes falling from the skies for reasons that nobody understands. You know, there's a couple of others as well. And, you know, the, the dads are skeptical. One is more skeptical than the other. And, uh, so basically it's a push and pull the whole time where they only have a limited time to decide, you know, which one of their family members they're going to sacrifice for the fate of the free world. So the question is, would you be able to sacrifice one of your loved ones at your own hand? I believe that, yes, they had to be the one to do this in order to save the world. Would you? Could you? Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. So when it comes to the movie, I found it, uh, I've, I've heard different reviews, but I found it a little bit repetitive, a little bit, you know, basically we know where it's going and, um, and basically how is it going to end? We kind of, to me, in a way with some surprises, but not really, uh, 
the tone of the movie, some of the things that happened, it just seemed a little bit too straightforward. And I feel like it should be more to the story or it should have been told in a different way. Now, this movie does come from a book and I'll put that information in the description. So it comes from something that's already written and looking on YouTube, I found out that they did deviate somewhat from the book but all in all my opinion of the movie was that I was not fully engaged some things happened in the beginning early on like after they busted to the house which is probably the scariest part of the physical danger that's immediate uh they pretty much lose me as far as you know they're trying to convince the this family to take the life of one of their loved ones And to me, it's really an an impossible choice to make. I I couldn't imagine doing that to one of my relatives. I feel like I may be scarred for life. I'd have mental health issues for life. I may even want to harm myself. I'm sorry, but, you know, that's my mindset, my thought process is if I actually had to do something like this, was forced to do something like this, there would be major residual effects, not only on me, but probably the whole family at large. How do you do something like that? And I don't know why they had um, a same-sex couple. I would like to know the mindset of why they chose a same-sex couple in order to be the ones to save the world and make make the ultimate sacrifice of who are they going to sacrifice so that everyone else can survive um i i don't know if i'm gonna tell you guys the ending i probably won't but not not specifically but i do find some of the plot points intriguing to me I almost feel like this is a Christian film they actually refer to the four horsemen of the apocalypse in this film so that's one of the main things that really stands out the whole apocalyptic thing if you are a Christian and you've read the book of revelations and you've seen some of the films like left behind and many others that talk about the end times that whole element gives me definitely Christian film vibes um and this, I think the part that is probably one of the scariest parts is that I don't know if anybody would see something like this coming because there's so many people in the world that don't recognize God and they to just for something like this to just happen and there's no explanation. I mean, people always want explanation a backing of science and basically all of this is really taken from the bible and biblical and it has no um explanation in popular culture or science or anything of that nature that this is going on and it's a scary one of the scariest parts is when i think about it, is that there is a god there's an invisible being that controls this earth controls this world and basically we've been ignoring him for this whole time until in this movie as the world ends we are forced to come face to face to with 
ourselves, maybe in a way with our demons, with the things that, you know, maybe the choices that we've made are causing all these plagues and all these apocalyptic happenings because we just didn't recognize, we just didn't see that, you know, there is a God we didn't pay attention to. There is a God and there is consequence at the end of the day to all of our actions. Uh, To pick one family to choose, I'm not really sure how that's merited, but uh, each time that they would ask or request them to make a choice, uh, if they didn't make a choice, their punishment or something that would kind of maybe try to force them to make a choice was that one of the four had to take one of their lives so that they would make a choice so they continued to take the lives of each other until they finally made a choice um so that was somewhat gruesome uh when you look at the book versus the movie the book kind of leaves it open ending but for the movie it definitely to me sounds like this is like a really a christian film and bible based and i won't tell you exactly how it ended but it takes a very bible tone and to me i just thought that that was a little bit out the box and a little bit different for a mainstream director to take that stance he could have definitely even though the book left it open-ended it still kind of called toward a possible biblical basis or explanation of the way it ended but still left it open but at the end of the movie it was pretty much sure that you know this is this is something that's biblical and has some type of biblical foundation the movie itself so even though it was it was fear once they got to the house and the the people seemed nice enough and it was kind of confusing and you're like is the world going to end is really the biggest question and probably the biggest fear more than you know the people though and the up of course the the first biggest fear is having to take the life of your loved one and the different sacrifices um i think it's a scripture that is obedience is better than sacrifice and basically it was just so much sacrifice in the film because there was so much delayed time of obedience there's so much of oh we didn't listen to god we didn't care about god who is god is there a god to the point where now there's all these sacrifice has to be made and all these different things have to happen and all these people have to pass through different means in order for uh the world to end the way that it's going to end and if we would have just been obedient we have to have all the sacrifice would the family have to sacrifice their loved one would these people have to sacrifice themselves and when they said that they were for the four horsemen near the end of the movie i won't say near the end but close to the end of the movie I was trying to pick up on each person's role. I'm like, okay, what are the four horsemen do? The main guy that came in and led them, I believe he was Conquest, which was one of the horsemen, which is basically control. He kind of controlled the whole situation and circumstance. He was nice about it, but he led them in each of their roles and what they had to do, the four horsemen characters. 
um, there was war. There was one gentleman that actually started a fight with them. So they thought that they were targeting them because of their sexuality. So I would say he's war because he had an issue with them in the past and almost a hate crime issue with them. So they thought that, okay, was this a setup? Is this guy coming after me again because of our sexuality? But I say his character uh, is war because he was starting issues and he was kind of the mean character out of all of them. Uh, Then we have Famine. One of the young ladies worked in the food industry, so I can connect her with Famine. And then we have Death. It's one of the other ladies worked in the medical field. So I'm thinking that that has a connection to life or death um, in the medical field. So then I kind of put it together now that I see, I had to look up more about the four horsemen and then I thought about the characters and say, okay, well, I can kind of see how these four horsemen are connected to in these different areas of a world or life or society where there's going to be war, famine, death, and control. So that kind of came together for me later after some research. But I just felt like there was something missing. Either it could have been emotions, something that just needed to be filled in that just wasn't there for the film. I feel like it could have been done in a way that was just a little bit more compelling it was to me a little bit too simple too straightforward and i needed a little more to actually feel something from the film and the characters i think everyone did do a good job i think john baptiste was probably the best of everyone in the film uh that's where i felt the most emotion from and the, the guy from Harry Potter, which I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. I'm going to put his name in the description. I think he also did a good job as well. Everyone did well in the film. I think it's just some of the writing and some of the way that the things were portrayed. I just feel could have been revamped and the, the game could have been upped just a little bit higher. So out of four stars I'd give it a two I'd give it two stars but I do like the fact that it did something different and I was watching someone on YouTube talk about it that they were trying to tap into some political things and things going on in our world and I like that it took that chance and it also says you know yeah we that was our point is to kind of talk about the things of the day and what's going on in our world I like that it had a biblical connection and it didn't deny God but it somewhat confirmed God's existence and the possibilities of what if and can the world end and how will the world end and as we see all these things going on in our world and how the movie also had a lot of similarities of what's going on now and could our world come to an end and honestly what could we do to prevent it and what could we do to stop it it wouldn't be something as the plot of the film but there may be sacrifices that we would have to make things that we could do now to you know stop some of the impending doom that could happen or even you can just say in your own life things that we need to do in our world or in our own personal lives or in our homes 
so that some of those things that we could go through that we don't have to go through and what sacrifices can we make what changes can we make in our lives so that we can be better and one of the main things is just to recognize that there is a God and there's something bigger than us and he should be feared and respected and not just seen as an invisible being that has no connection or no control um so I feel like to me that was probably the most the part that made me the most fearful especially uh, growing up when I would watch the end time films that right there always you know made me nervous will I be ready will God accept me what do I need to do it's kind of like an alert and a warning type of thing and I kind of feel like they brought a little bit of that to the film and to me I think that was the most compelling part basically you know don't sleep on god because you never know you know what's next what's going to happen next we see all these things going on in our world that just seem crazy and insane and scary and we pray for everyone going through and we pray for those situations and we just pray that god lead us and get us through those things and whatever happens if you're a person of faith and you're a christian you just pray that you will be ready when it's time for you to be called on whether it could be apocalyptic or just your time so guys thank you for listening to me just talk my mind out on this film knock at the cabin if you have any comments questions thoughts you can always email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's cbiztv at yahoo.com god bless you and prayers up